Hey there, welcome back to the show. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Caroline Dunn. And let me just tell you, first of all, she is a Jane of all trades. I just made that up. She is a holistic health coach, yoga teacher. She teaches long-term health goals where we can just come out, get going and start seeing a difference, feeling it in our bodies. And today we're talking about a very interesting topic that I think you guys will enjoy. Let's go. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to Reps and Redemption. I am so glad you're here today. We have a special guest. Her name is Caroline Dunn. Thank you so much for being here. I know I gave a brief little synopsis of you in the beginning of the show, but why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about who you are? Yeah, great. Thank you so much and excited to be here. Really pleased. Um, So I am find it hard to sum up shortly, but I'm a holistic health and fitness coach, which kind of encompasses personal trainer, yoga teacher, nutrition, and mindset coach as well. So it was quite hard to pick one thing to talk about with you today, but I think we've landed (laughs) on a really exciting one. Um, But basically with that, I do coaching um, and it tends to be towards making long-term fitness, health, and wellness changes. Um, rather the kind of the diet mindset, the all or nothing, people who really want a bigger picture of health and kind of come home to their body, develop strength and, and fitness their way. Mm, I love what you said, come home to your body. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to start using that if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours. Go for it. oh, thank you. <laughs> so I, I'm, I know you really hit the nail on the head here because we, I feel like a holistic health coach. We could talk about so many things, but what we decided to chat about today is the power of breath work because Caroline is very well-versed in this area. And so why don't you tell me why is, you know, I guess we'll just jump into it and you tell me why is like, first of all, what is breath work and what, why is breathing correctly so important? Yeah, great question. Well, I'd say, first of all, I discovered breathwork as part of my yoga teacher training, but then I'm also a massive science geek. Like I was a chemistry teacher <laughs> for years, uh, for a whole decade. So I've really dived into like, what is the science telling us about it as well? Um, so breathwork is so, so important. And I thought we'd track back a little bit evolutionarily, actually to talk about the systems and what the breathing actually means to our body. So we have two ways of breathing through our nose and through our mouth. And those two ways are basically your nose is the way that you are supposed to breathe. It's the way your body is designed to breathe. And the mouth is a backup system. 
So like we have two eyes, two ears, two arms, then we are only really supposed to use our mouth to breathe when our nose isn't working. <laughs> if oh, we've wow. had an injury, yeah, or something like that. And your, your body basically therefore isn't designed to cope with huge quantities of time where we breathe through our mouth. And if we talk about some of the mechanisms why that happens, so your nose, for instance, when you breathe in and out through there, it can adjust the humidity and the temperature of the air that's going in and out of your lungs. It can also adjust the what's in the air so it can filter out certain things as well. And it also then has big ripple effects down through the body. So I'm just going to mention some of the scientific, like these are the conclusions. No, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, tell us. And then I thought we'd dive into one more specifically. So when we breathe through our nose, then it can increase oxygen in the blood. And this is really important for things like athletic performance during workouts, if we want to run, et cetera. It can also reduce blood pressure and heart rate overall. So outside of exercise, outside of a breathing practice, overall in our life, that is something that we can expect. Um, it can also massively decrease snoring and linked to that, something called sleep apnea, which wow. is essentially where you stop breathing when, you, when you're asleep. And so nose breathing has all of these downstream effects um, if we actually practice it. But I thought I'd dive into one into a little bit more detail, um, which is this idea of the way that our body signals safety and danger. And I mm. bet a lot of your listeners are at least aware of or experience themselves with other people and a kind of a, a long term or a small amount of anxiety in their everyday life. You know, life is stressful, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can be for sure. <laughs> And our breathing can really feed into that. So let's talk about how we perhaps experience breathing when we're anxious. And I don't know if this resonates with you, but it, it does with me that when we get anxious, our breath can become really high in our chest and it can become oh, yes. really shallow. Yeah, yeah. That resonates with me for sure. <laughs> now the way that your body is interpreting that when the breathing's really shallow, it's really high in the chest, it's signaling danger there's something in our environment to be worried about and it can become so shallow that we actually skip a breath almost like we stop breathing for one breath and you might not even consciously register that like you might do but you also might not as well but your brain definitely does it goes oh my god we missed a breath danger mm. and therefore that starts to feed anxious thoughts and then that feeds wow an anxious body and then that feeds an anxious breath so those all things kind of feed into this big cycle that keeps us stuck in these feelings of anxiety and then the other thing that happens is once we've missed this breath or we're very very shallow is the next breath your body goes right we are in danger here I've missed a breath the next breath is a big breath it's what we call an over breath so you've almost breathed too much and mouth breathing really accentuates that. It, it accentuates over breathing. And basically you breathe out too much and you get rid of too much carbon dioxide. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is so interesting. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to breathe through my nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you'll be thinking like, oh my God, am I breathing through my nose or my mouth? Um, but if we get rid of too much carbon dioxide, um, if you know 
a tiny amount of science. I'll try and keep it quite small. Carbon dioxide is a waste product. We do want to get rid of it when we breathe, but it has another role in the body. It's a signaling molecule. Mm. And so if you think about like using your muscles, say you're squatting, um, and when you breathe out that carbon dioxide that's coming essentially from those leg muscles that are working, that's a signal to take more oxygen there. So if you breathe out too much carbon dioxide, you're not getting the oxygen into your body where it needs to be. Wow. Okay. So let's say we're squatting. Yeah. <laughs> so mouth closed, right? And yeah. is that how you would start? So you're, you're squatting down. The bar mm-hmm. is, you know, on your upper shoulders and mm-hmm. we're going to squat. I love squats. So, I mean, it's like a love hate relationship. So <laughs> we're squatting down the bars, you know, on the, between the middle of your shoulders balanced there. And you start with just, would it be easier to just start with your mouth closed mm-hmm. and then inhale on the descent? Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. I always struggle with breathing during compound exercises and, and bigger movements and I think it's really because, you know, I, I wanted to, and I've said this before, I have on the show, I have, uh, I've had, I, I believe it's improving, um, pelvic organ prolapse, uh, cystic cell too. And I think a lot of it, and according to my pelvic organ, uh, pelvic floor therapist, basically, you know, it's, she said, you know, it's just breathing. So then when you said this topic, I was like, oh my gosh, all right. I really need to have Caroline on because (laughs) this is something that we really need to understand. Mm -hmm. So on the descent, I'm back in the squat position here. Yeah. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. (laughs) And then when I rise up, is that, is that on the exhale? Is that yeah, what you would say? So, okay. So I tend to use the phrase either exhale for effort. And if that doesn't make sense to people, because they're like, I'm trying really hard through all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exhale against gravity. So that would be on the up phase on the squat because gravity mm. helps you down, doesn't it? Now, I mean, in a perfect world, we'd breathe in through our nose and we breathe out through our nose whilst we're squatting. But right. sometimes that's not possible. It can be too much of a big jump for people. Right. So a nice compromise can be in through the nose and then out through the mouth. Cause then at least you've got through a bit the nose, coming through, out the through the nose. Mouth. That's mm. perfect. I, I think, you know, it is, it is cause you, you, you're thinking, okay, I, I want to lift this much weight. I want to go slow and controlled, but then you got to think about breathing and your mm. form. And <laughs> it's hold on Mike. Now, of course, right now, my computer's like, your computer's about to restart. No, <laughs> I am in a very serious conversation about breath work. You're not restarting right now. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. Let me just fix this really quick. Perfect. I think too, what we need to understand is, it, okay, a lot of us, and I, I've heard this before, a lot of us especially as women, stay, a, lot, a lot of stay-at-home moms listen to this show, we hold it in, right? We've been taught, like, we need to hold it in. We need to look, yeah. you know, we hold in our bellies. We, we kind of suck it in almost all day, involuntary, involuntarily. And if we've discovered that, or if you're listening to this now and you're like, you know what? Oh my gosh, I, I do that. Listen, I, this has been a realization for me in the last six months. How can we 
is it possible to breathe correctly if we're holding ourselves in? And yeah, that's if- such a great question. Like, I'm so glad you asked this because I was, I was, I wanted to bring this up and say, so when we exercise, for instance, we're quite often taught to engage our core, right? Mm-hmm. And often that's a like belly button to spine. It's a lift the pelvic floor. And therefore you've created this rigid belly. And mm. we'll do it, as you say, throughout the rest of the day, we're, we're quite often told through culture and society, you know, flat belly is desirable. That's, right. exactly, yeah. that's sexy, right? And then that accentuates the breath into the chest. And what that does when we have this rigid belly is you don't allow the diaphragm to move mm. because it's the movement of the belly that allows the diaphragm, that muscle that sits underneath your lungs. And that is what allows you a deeper breath. So I'd say when you're exercising, say you're doing your squat, yeah, breath in through your nose, breath out through your mouth and yeah, engage your core, rigid belly. But as soon as you finish that exercise and you no longer need to engage your core, you need a round belly. Bellies should be rounds. You need to come back to a softer belly when you are not exercising. You don't necessarily need that core bracing. Okay. Did you just hear that? Listen, we have got to just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Is not, what are we trying to do here? Okay. And I just realized as I was talking, like I am, I'm seriously, my belly was not soft. Like I, Mm. and it's, it's something that, you know, you, you don't, you're so used to doing it. Like you said, culturally, it's like flat stomach, flat stomach. Well, who are we trying to impress here? Especially if we are taking care of our health or at least making the attempt to. And I I love how you said like you're, you sure engage your core when it's time, right? When it's time to engage your core and it's time to really push and make the maximum effort but could you imagine like walking around the gym and just, just saying, hey, uh, round belly, just let it go. Like, stop worrying yeah. about it. I couldn't imagine that. Oh, my gosh. More people should. More people should. Because why would we pursue that if it's at the expense of our health? Right. And how, we, how we feel in our bodies. And I thought I'd give you a couple of like really easy things to do if you notice, you know, I've been holding it in. Yes, like, that would be great. Little practices. Um and we, we can dive into like some longer things like perhaps later on. But if you in the moment realize, right, I'm tensing, I'm feeling anxious, I've noticed it's become quite shallow or my belly's become quite rigid. The first one comes in just as awareness. So start to notice it. As mm. you said, when we were just talking, you were suddenly thinking about how you were breathing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so that, yeah, <laughs> that awareness convicting. is your first key. <laughs> right. Um, if you just want to go for like, uh, I want to go more nose breathing, then I'd suggest start small. If you're not used to it, two minutes at a time whilst I boil the kettle, whilst I read a page of a book. And I will guarantee you to begin with, you'll won't read that page of the book because you're thinking so much about breathing in and out through your nose. But a couple of actual practices that you can do in 30 seconds or less, science backed as well. So I first came across this breathwork again in yoga teacher training. If anyone's interested, it comes under the Loma Pranayama, but it's also been researched by a a neuroscientist called uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman. And essentially it's just one breath and it's Mm. a double inhale breath. So I'll describe it and then perhaps I'll do it so you can really see what I mean with this. Okay. Okay. So what you do is you'd breathe in through your nose to what feels like the top of your normal breath 
And then you do a slight pause and force a little bit more air in at the top of that breath. And then you'd open your mouth and you'd exhale and sigh it out. Okay. And even okay. if you don't do that breath and you don't do the double inhale, an exhale and a sigh out is incredibly calming from your body. And so more sighing, more long exhales would always stand you in good stead here. Okay. Okay. Let's do <laughs> this- it. I'm, I'm so curious. <laughs> okay. You can do it with me. I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, so first of all, we're going to empty our lungs of air, sit up nice and tall, get some room around your ribs and your torso. So long spine, empty your lungs of air. And then we're going to take a long inhale through the nose, right to the top. And then you're going to force a bit more air in and then open your mouth and sigh it out. And then let's just take one more, just for fun. That was fun, right? Big inhale to the top of the breath. (laughs) Yeah. Force a bit more air in at the top. And exhale out the mouth. And there you go. That's it. That, okay. That is a great breathwork idea for moms. Mm. Yeah, literally you can take one breath. You could take three breaths of it. If you've got five minutes, I used to do it when I was commuting all the time. I mean, that's got to bring, well, that's bringing the air into our diaphragm, into our bellies, right? Is is that how you would describe it? And not in our upper lungs, chest, where the anxiety goes. And I can see how that really filters through the nose breathing, like you said in the beginning, filters through all the way down through your Mm. body and yeah no that was really that was excellent (laughs) yeah yeah way that it works is that like you've often when you're normally breathing you're not using your lungs full capacity so the extra inhale at the top does just force a bit more into the lower part of your lungs and then as you exhale out nice and long that's a signal to your body that it's safe but then a long exhale then breeds a higher quality inhale. You can't have a good inhale without a good exhale. Wow. Okay. You can't have a good, say that again, say that again. Yeah. You can't have a good inhale, a good quality inhale without first an amazing long exhale. Wow. Okay. You cannot have a good inhale without a long quality exhale. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I wish we had a lot more time because I feel like (laughs) this is really like filled with so much information. And this, I mean, on this show, I talk a lot about, you know, prioritizing our health as busy moms. And many of us are stay at home moms or work at home moms. And I, you know, you don't think of breathing, you know, you Mm -hmm. don't think of just something as simple but as intricate now that that you explained it this is pretty deep stuff and it takes a lot of focus but like you said two to five minutes you know one time a day even is a great start would you say like if you know you gave us the exercises you said the first one is awareness the Mm -hmm. second one is focused nose breathing and the third one is the double inhale did I say that correctly yeah, yeah. double okay. inhale and a sigh yeah the, yeah the double inhale and a sigh and that is something we can just try every single day to start mm-hmm. prioritizing our health and I think as moms too we have a lot of anxiety at times especially when the other thing we talk about on the show is 
the redempti- the redemption and the work of the Lord. And especially if we're not leaning into him or kind of, I know I do. I'm like, oh my gosh, like my kids, like, and I just start worrying and like, I get so stressed and like anxiety build. And like you said, I was I've always wondered what that was like up on the top of my chest and it feels like it's suffocating. And this is something I think we can practice for sure. And it's something that actually is attainable, right? Would you say yeah. this is, and you said in the beginning, this is a long-term goal. This is a long-term change. Would you say that you've seen a lot of, you know, I guess, help with your clients that you've had when you implement this? So, so much. Um, One client really sticks out to me in particular where she was interested in this as a tool from an anxiety perspective. And I said to her at the time, um, be aware that if we undertake this journey, it is going to change your life. And it, and I was laughing at myself when I said that. I was like, that sounds like such a cliche. But I basically created this kind of um, three-month breathwork journey for her that just built up. And at the end of that three months, she was like, you are not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And I'll give you this analogy. Like when you take one workout, right? you don't immediately get a stronger, more healthful, more energetic body. Yeah. Right. You've got to do it for a few months and then you often feel the benefits outside of the workout. Like we're squatting so that we feel strong when you're with your kids, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's the same with breath work. Like the little 30 seconds thing, they're an amazing in the moment tool. Definitely use them. Those small changes completely add up to really big shifts. If you have an extra little bit of luxury of time, treat it almost like you do your workouts. You know, Mm, if you invest in that five minutes, that 10 minutes, it's not about the practice itself. It's about how we breathe the whole of the rest of the day in our life outside of that breath work practice. And we're looking for that higher quality, more relaxed breath for the whole of the rest of your life, not just the two minutes that you're practicing it. Wow. And it it will filter through too like yeah. our daily tasks. And I think overall we'll be less stressed and, le- and and more apt to be present because we're not so running on <laughs> the short winded yeah. breath. Right. So can I give you a couple more longer bits to do? Oh yes, please. Like a bit of myth busting here in that. I don't know whether you've heard of this, but a lot of, um, I think breath work is coming more into the fore. We are recognizing it more, but a big one that's banded around, especially around anxiety, is something called box breathing, which is where you hold your breath. Have you ever heard of it? I have not heard of that. Mm. But it's quite it's becoming quite a like go-to practice where you'd say breathing for a count of four, hold at the top for a count of four, breathe out for a count of four, and hold at the bottom for a count of four. Okay. Um, and that's called box breathing. Okay. It's an amazing practice. It's a longer, you could do that for a longer period of time. But I'd also say it's not very accessible to begin with. Mm. If you're not used to holding your breath, then it can feel really intense and impossible and, you know, put you off breath work, (laughs) build up to it, build up to it, breathe in at the top, pause, and then exhale. But yeah, if your listeners want to take this a bit further, box breathing is a great, great one to go to, but just be aware build in those breath holds very very gradually yeah don't jump in and <laughs> squat 225 pounds right exactly we need, yeah we need Thank to you start squatting yes we need a little bit something more attainable to start mm. with 
otherwise we quit, right? If it's way too hard or it seems way too challenging, we don't have the time or energy to invest in that. So starting small is great. Do you have another myth for us? Um, Yeah, I just want to pick up on that holding the breath again. So we've kind of talked about it from an anxiety perspective. We don't know that we're doing it feeds this. Um, But actually, once you become a bit more seated in your breath work, so you've cultivated a, a longer exhale, a softer belly, then holding your breath can be really, really beneficial it's like taking your squats to the next level. And rather than squatting without a load, you start adding in that barbell and then, and then the plates and things. So cultivating a hold at the top of the breath, a hold at the bottom of the breath is like adding load to your squats. It gives you a stronger breath. Mm. Okay. If you're going to hold your breath, relax into it. Yeah. You're not looking for the full bunched face, red and sweating kind of (laughs) hold of breath. You want to completely soften your skin, um, you know, soft belly whilst you're doing it so that actually Mm. you can relax into the retention as much as you can. Oh, I love that. You know what? (laughs) Today is leg day. So I'm going going to try that and we'll see how it goes. I'm really going to have to focus. But I love that because you said it's like adding an extra plate. It's like Mm. deepening your workout and making it even more a more mindful workout. You're not just kind of going through the motions, right? You have to really focus on what you're doing. I love that. I I feel like we could keep talking about this (laughs) forever and ever, but let me, let me wrap up a few points that you made. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we want to breathe through our nose, right? One of the many reasons (laughs) you've given us is that it increases oxygen in the blood. Is that correct? And this is just going to help our overall health mobility. We're going to be less anxious. So breathe through your nose. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Take anything from this episode, breathe through your nose and take nice long sighing exhales. Oh, I love it. Okay. Breathe through your nose and take nice long sighing exhales. I love that. I'm going to add Leave your belly round. Yeah. Let your belly be round. (laughs) I'm that. And then I, for now, I I think we'll just end there. And I'm going to thank you so much for being here today. Where can, if if people wanted to reach out, find you, follow you, if they were like, oh my gosh, a breathwork coach, like, Mm. yes. Where can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on social media, mainly on Instagram. And I am at The Plan by Caroline. And my website is theplanbycaroline.com. Um, I have a membership. So, well, first of all, you know, you could sign up to my mailing list. I've got a free seven days of getting started guide that'll begin this journey long with the long term, the bigger picture <laughs> insights. Um, but I've got a membership that really um, builds on that, you know. So, if you want oh, to work with me, um, you could either join that group membership or there's also one-to-one yeah but it's all there on my website um and the plan by caroline everywhere um come and have a chat i love to have a chat with people about this perfect (laughs) okay i will put all of caroline's information in the show notes so you can reach out to her follow her try the seven day plan of breathing Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go grab that because i have realized a lot during this amazing (laughs) conversation so thank you so much it was an honor chatting with you 
And just, okay, everyone, listen, ladies, we are going to be aware. We're going to focus on, we're going to focus on nose breathing and we're going to double inhale. Mm. What's the rest of that that you said? Double inhale, long sighing, exhale. Long sighing, exhale. And breathe through your nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and come back and tell me how it feels. <laughs> and I, I'm going to let you know. And let me ask you, Caroline, will you come on the show again? Can we chat about this? I love this topic. Can we go deeper next time, maybe later on in 2023? What do you say? Yeah, I would absolutely love that. I have literally so many breathwork to work techniques I can get so excited about. So <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. It, it was an honor having you. If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption and Apple Podcast Review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.